Hello everybody and welcome to the next episode of Confessions of a Letting Agent. Um, today we have um, a friend and client of ours um, that uh, that's kindly agreed to do this, um, to tell his story, his property journey. And um, it's uh, Napa Bifikeli, is that right? I've said it, said it wrong there already, I've had a Napa, sorry. Yeah, that, that's alright. Bifikeli. <laughs> and, and, and myself and Napa, we met... Um, only last year through, through a mutual through a mutual contact of ours. Um, I'd, I'd actually been following Napa on Instagram for a while, and um, he's uh, he's got all things going on property at the moment. He's, he's an investor, he's actually an author. We're gonna talk about his book. Um, he's a coach, he's got so many things going on, but um, I'm gonna hand over to Napa now, and um, he's gonna start off hopefully by telling his, a little bit about his story, where, where he's come from in property, and um, Basically, I guess uh, Napa reassuring everybody can any from any anywhere can get stuck into property and, and not be scared to do so. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. You know, f first and foremost, you know, thanks a lot for having me, Ben. Um, so answering your question, yeah, I truly believe anyone can. I, I reckon anyone can do it, but it's not for everyone. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, because you gotta have the right mindset. You know, the right belief. You know know exactly what you're doing before you jump into to property investment but in terms of the money you can make in terms of how it's advertised within the property industry um you know every, everyone thinks you know what i can come in without the right mindset and, you know make uh make money from it so yeah. i think you know what uh it's like you gotta choose the problems that all the challenges you enjoy having and if property is one of the challenges that you know you enjoy having you know by all means go for it yeah, so so it's not it's not what you're saying is, um, before we t we we go right back to the stats. So what you're saying is it doesn't matter academically where you come from. That has nothing to do with it. It's 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 your mindset ultimately. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I, I never studied you know property. I, I came from a sporting background. Yeah. You know, um, so everything that I came into property was you know brand new to me. So as long as you're willing to learn, you know, you you can you can make it happen. Wow. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm the same. I didn't, I didn't study property at school either, and I certainly wasn't um, academic really. So yeah, I think I think you're right. Anyone, you know, if if I can do it, then you know, anyone, anyone, can, anyone can do it. So yeah, can we start right back to the start? Um, do you want to talk about where you, where where you left school, college, how you ended up in property, and, and just talk us through the beginning? So yeah, yeah. If I can take you back, I started property back in 2015. Okay. Um, Prior to that, you know, I went to, you know, it, within school, I was a bit of a of a nutcase, you know. But <laughs> teachers that I didn't really enjoy the subjects, but the ones that I did enjoy the subjects, I was, you know, I was quite decent. Right. And what, then, what did uh, you enjoy? What did you enjoy? And what didn't you enjoy? I enjoyed science and geography. That was right. like my two favorite subjects. So I was an angel in those classes. <laughs> and then um, I did French GCSE because of my, you know, I'm Congolese, so right. we speak French. Okay. So I never okay. studied French. I just I attended the exam. The exam and then, you know, straight away. Yeah, I think I got B plus. I B think plus. I, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got B plus. Um, so then I went into college. You know, I went into college okay. uh, through college. I, that's when I became a good student. You know, was that was triggered from my teacher at secondary school because he was he, he came up to me and goes, "Hey, Napa, listen." what you're doing right now is not going to help you in life you know you've been a bad student or coming out with the worst grade is not going to help you 
number one, you're black, number two, you have an accent, so things are already <laughs> against you. So you have to get acts together. Right. So that right. really got me, you know, got my mindset really, you know, on the straight line. So when I went to college, uh, I did B textbook science. So that was a 19 unit um, for the two years. Okay. I ended up having um, 18 decision and one merit. So, you know, from coming from having, you know, C's and D's on my GCSEs to yeah. getting, um, you know, you know, the extinctions, that was um, a major progression. Yeah, wow. Very yeah. Good. So, so from then on, uh, went into uni. Um, then again, I was still figuring out what do I want to do? You know, I'm not really, I didn't know what I wanted to do. But yeah. then again, um, my background, uh, you know, it's quite dictated, you know, what your parents say, you know, go yeah. and study, go and do this, go and do that. So my dad wanted me to go and, you know, get into like PhD status. You know, I was like, yeah. bro, I'm already struggling, you know, with what I want to do right now. How am I yeah. going to get to PhD? Yeah. So, yeah, I went into college, I mean, uh, university, I did sports science. Yeah. And then um, after that, I did my master's on physical activity, physical activity, nutrition, health promotion. And then from then on, I went to my dad. I said, listen, man, I've done my master's. And then from here on, I allow me to progress and do what, you know, I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. And that, um, that's such a common thing, what you've done there. I mean, that's the same journey I did. You know, you leave school, you're not sure what to do. So you just follow the, you know, what your mum and dad tell you and your friends, you go to college, you do the college thing. And then you're like, oh, friends are going to uni. My mum and dad want me to go to uni. And you're right. And, and, and I don't know about you, I left uni and I, and I still wasn't really sure 100% where, where I was going then. Exactly, exactly, because I was baffled. Um, the only reason I did sports science because I enjoyed sports. I played sports, you know, playing football. Yeah. And then I was quite active, you know, with the martial arts. Then I was yeah. doing taekwondo. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Um, it's just logical for me to do sports science, you know, maybe be a physio or within the sporting industry. Yeah. Um, so that's why I just went through the sporting routes. So after that, and then with, during the university period, I was work. I was, uh, you know, I was working in, in fitness you know fitness coach pt okay. that's what i was doing and then after that i wanted to do something different so that's when i went into to recruitment right that was uh, the first ever time i had an, an office job it was ben it was weird <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know coming from wearing trackies now i have to put you know trousers on <laughs> shoes shirt shirt yeah like, waking up early you know getting on the piccadilly line it was it was it was immense Right. And then um, I said to my cousin, okay, let's go to, to Miami, you know, for I have two weeks off of work. Let's go there. By then I start trying to figure out what I wanted to do, you know, in yeah. terms of business. I started looking at different industry, you know, retail, you know, just researching. Yeah. And then, then I start looking at all these, you know, successful people, right? The majority had the wealth through property, through okay. property. And then it was a, it was a common thing. Then I was like, it makes no sense of me going around, starting another business and end up in property. Yes. I might as well just go directly into it. Does that make sense? Okay. So that's when I start, I was like, you know what, let me let me get into property. So with my recruitment job, I used to work uh, seven days on, five days, two days off, and then three days off, and okay. then the rest on. So the days that I had off, uh, I will just watch Home Under the Hammer. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, and then when I went to Miami, I bought the guy's book. So I said to my cousin, I said, hey, listen, bro, uh, we're going here for two weeks. For the first week, we can do what you want to do, party, whatever you want to do, I'm with you. Yeah. The second week, you know, leave me alone. 
So the second week I spent reading the whole entire book, came back to the UK with a different mindset. Which book was that then, sorry, Napa? Was that Martin who does Holmes and the Hammer, you meant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember yeah. the name of the book, but that was his book. Right, uh, fair play. You know, the one that I read. So I came back, um, then I started researching, you know, what to do. Then I started attending, like, property events, like the free one, you know, the free webinars, the free events. And then, um, then I came across an obstacle. Okay, now I'm studying all this. I don't have the funds to buy properties, you know, because they start talking about the 25% deposit. Yeah. I was in London, so I'm like, I, I don't have that. And then someone said, you know what, why don't you do uh, rent-to-rent? Yeah. I was like, cool. And then um, I paid for the rent-to-rent course, so I've done the training, okay. right? Because it was it was sold to me as a no-money-down strategy. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, you know what, I don't have no money, so that's a perfect scenario. But just, 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 just jumping in there, sorry, for, for our listeners. So um, what Napa's going to start explaining now is often often people, that, they might work a little bit in property, but often, you know, a lot of people might say, oh, it's, it's well and good, but you need the money first. To get into property, you need the money first. But what Napa's going to explain a bit now about, about rent to rent, what that is, and, uh, and not how anybody that perhaps doesn't have, isn't fortunate to have money available can get into property. Sorry, Napa, yeah, please, please go continue. Yeah, so as it was sold to me as a normal done strategy, so I was like, you know what, that's perfect. Let me get into this. So what what rent rent really is, you yeah. know, you rent a property from an owner and then you sublet it out with, uh, you know, with using the correct agreement. So you can either on the room by room basis or you can rent the whole apartment on a short term basis like service accommodation. Yeah. So my route was on the HMO basis where I rented that on every single room. So once I got into it, like no money, um done the training but then again to rent these properties you need money you need deposit money you need refurbishment if it needs uh yeah. refurbishment mm-hmm. you need um furnitures advertisement to set up your company your branding all of that so it does require a bit Some, of money somebody, to get in. Yeah. Uh, the only the only mm-hmm. difference is the money doesn't have to be yours it can be you know someone else's money so that's when the terminology no money down and uh, no money down comes in so it don't have to be your money; it can be someone else's money. So that's why you would so, offer offer somebody a return. You see, a napper of someone you would know a return on 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 their investment, almost using their money. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you can either offer them a return on, on the investment, or you can JV. You know, you you split the the profit fifty fifty. They bring the money, you you do you do the leg work, and then you split the the, the income. Mm-hmm. So then you also have to find these people. Then do the training. I, was, I stopped viewing properties, right? I stopped viewing properties, but I had no money to start. I was just, you know, putting in blind offers, you know, putting my name out there, speaking to agents. Okay. And then um, one time I came home, um, no, from then on, I got headhunted by the the, the body coach, which is a, a, a fit. Uh, do, do, have you heard of this guy, Joe Weeks? Yeah, he of course, does. Like, Weeks, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so I got headhunted by his company. So wow. I think within seven days they fired me, saying that you can't spare your two direct with the clients. You know, <laughs> we don't think you're the right fit. So <laughs> right. after, so I left my recruitment job, went into the body coach, and now I went into a call center. So I was like, this is crazy. Like, how can I have a master's degree coming from this salary job? You know, I was doing all right with yeah. the commission. <clears throat> Going to the body coach, working from home, which I kind of hated. Um, now I'm in a call center working for like eight pound an hour. Like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, what's going on here? <laughs> I, I said to the manager, I said, Hey, listen, would it be okay 
for me to work part time. So then I start working from five PM to nine PM. So during the day, pure property stuff. Right. But still don't have the money to get any property, but I was just active. Right. You know? And then one time I came home, there was a situation with my family, you know, my mom and dad. And then I wasn't happy with it, you know, I stood against my dad and he didn't like how I approached the situation. Okay. And then um, he served me a notice to leave the house. So then it was, so I got the notice on a Thursday. I was going to a viewing on a Friday morning. So I got the notice, I was supposed to leave on a Saturday. Yeah. So Saturday he came in, he said, you got to 10 a.m. to leave the house, right? Right. So I left the house uh, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Napa? Napa? For me to increase my hours. So, sorry, so, Napa, Napa we, we lost you then. Just um, Sorry, just uh, I got to the point where your dad served you the notice on the morning. Sorry, just cut yeah. out then. Sorry, continue from that. Yeah, so he served me notice to leave the house yeah. um, Saturday morning. So I left, I did leave the house Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Okay. And then Monday, I went into work uh, to ask for more hours because, right. you know, I needed somewhere to stay. So this, and when I got there on Monday, it was empty, Ben. Like there was literally no one around. The man, Berryman is a cool center, you know, yeah. it's, it's a small environment. So you see people standing up, you know, making like, it's a wolf of wall street. Like people are going crazy with it. <laughs> right. So getting there, being quiet was like, what's going on? And then the manager was like, oh, Napa, um, we lost the contract. So don't come back to work until I call you. Oh, so no. I left it. Oh my God. So. This is when I start experiencing being financially free without having the money because I've got all the time. What can I do? You know, <laughs> right? So, so with, then, 20, um, with twenty-four hours, then what you're saying is basically you lost your home and and your job within twenty-four exactly. hours. Exactly. Yeah. So on Tuesday they called me. They said, "Napa, don't come back. We lost everything." So that's when I was officially unemployed and no job. Oh, you goodness. know what I'm saying? So then I start living in my car. Like wow. I'll, I'll go to my gym, take a shower, come out. I lost so much weight then. There was one time I was, I was starving. I was so hungry. I went to buy, um, like I think it was like a pan sandwich. I sent it in my area in Angel. My card got declined. I went outside to check my balance. I had 87p. Then wow. I'm like, raw, like li life is getting tough right now. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And then you're trying to consult your friend. It's a joke to him. So you couldn't really relate to anyone at that point of time. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, and the, the desire of going back to work, I didn't have it. You right. know what I'm trying to okay. say? Because I, lo I lost that trust where anything can happen at any time. But if I, it's my own stuff, I can control and I can predict what's coming. I can, you know, yeah. uh, brace yeah. myself. So, so this was a real, really, sort of real low point. This was the, this was the change. Yeah, this was the, this was the. Yeah, this, 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 yeah, this was like you know one of the darkest moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Of you know of my life. Yeah. So. Bearing in mind what, what also happened to me uh, prior to my dad kicking me, is like the stuff that he said to me was, you know, that also broke my heart. So I was really like, you know, emotionally deflated. I was okay. in a bad space. So to me, I was like, okay, I can either do something great yeah. or reach out to people that I know, maybe join a gang or whatever, because it's, it's right in your area. You yeah. can see what's going on. You know, it's, it's not hard to do. So I was like, you know what? I had a credit card. I reached out to the guy that taught me rent to rent. I said, I'm going to pay you for the mentoring. He was charging £3,000 for the mentoring. Okay. I said, I'll pay you 3 k on my credit card and teach me rent to rent. 
So he was like, oh, I can't take your money. It's not morally right. You know, with what you're going for. I said, listen, man, it's my money. You know, I want to do something. Because yeah. I was still, you know, because I, I needed extra training with the rent to you know, because there were so many unexpected situations where I, I, had, I didn't have an answer to. So it was like, ah, cool. So we came to an agreement, paid him. And then, um, so my next obstacle was getting the money. Where am I going to get the money from? So I start, you know, going on social media, putting myself out there. Yeah. And then I, there was a time I was like, you know what, let me just put this out. So I said, I'm time rich, catch pull. I'm looking for someone that is cash rich, time poor, but want to get into rent to rent. I'm looking for deals in Southwest London that's going to cash flow around 800 pound minimum. Okay. If you're interested, DM me, let's get married. Yeah. And then my inbox went crazy. People were getting in touch. Really? And what, are you, sorry, what year is this? Is this 2014 then? No, 15. This was 2015. 2015, six years ago. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And people just started DMing you all from all over. All over, cause he, and then I met some people. Majority were time wasters, you know. Uh, oh yeah, do sourcing. Why don't you? They, they're trying to offer me a job to work for them. I was young, twenty three, you know, vulnerable. So you know, somebody trying to take advantage. But I was like, you know what, man? I, I just want to do rent to rent. Yeah. I made my mind. I'm focused. Um, that's what I want to go for. Yeah. And then someone reached out to me and said, Hey, Napa, I've got this much money. Um, I'm time poor. Um, you know, I, I do have the money. Let's let's get in. You know, let's let's make something happen. So from then on, then I was still homeless. You know, I was sofa surfing, car, okay. friend's house. You know, wherever it will it will happen or crash. Yeah, yeah. So he came over around. You know, we 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 came to an agreement. Then I had a buzz. You know, now I got the money. Went crazy in the market. Within a week, I got my first deal, and he wow. was our nap moving. So I moved in my first deal. So I was actually living in my own rent to rent. So was, was, was your first rent to rent going to be a HMO then? What was your strategy? It was, it was a HMO. Yeah, I right. just did a HMO. It was HMO and then it was four bedroom and I lived in, in one of them, in one of the rooms. I rented out the three rooms. And wow. then three weeks after that, we got another deal. Then, you know, it just went up, went up, went up, went up. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, then I was, so I just cruised. I was, you know what, I'm making this much. And then it got to a stage where I, I stopped saving the money I was making and because I was in the field, I made good relationship with landlords, with agents. Yeah. So that's when you can actually do the no money down. Yes. Because I'm friends. Because now you do have the relationship, you know, they can trust you or they can yeah. give a you know good recommendation where you can negotiate, okay, you know what, I'll take this house for thirty days grace period, but you have to, you know, put the furnitures in, you have to do this, you have to do that. So when I take the property, the money I get from the tenants you know, or pay the rent, I'll just keep the profit on top. So whereas I'm not really putting in any of my own cash yes. at the deal because I'm using the tenant's money to do it and I'm also leveraging the, the grace period to buy me time not to pay money for a certain amount of, you know, a certain uh, amount of time. So that you, you can still do the no, the no money down, but it needs experience, you need a relationship, you know, you need trust yeah. in order for that to happen. So yeah, and then um, done that, just, just before like, I go any further, Napa, just talk us through that first deal then. So obviously, yeah, you, you just got to the point where your friend had agreed, obviously, to do this, um, to lend this money for you. So you're looking for property at this point. You see the perfect property with this agent. And then, mm -hmm. obviously, because um, one, 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 obviously, when, when sometimes we speak to um, investors and coaches and things, sometimes one of, the, one, of the, one of the difficulties is speaking to the agents, isn't it? It's speaking to mm -hmm. us. What was your sort of, like, what was that like? 
if you don't mind just explaining your first deal and how you went about it and how you because sometimes agents don't want to know landlords don't want to know do they yeah 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 from what 2015 it wasn't that popular yeah you know you go to the scraping there's a company there's a corporate layer etc you're not going to leave that you pull you know your employees or companies that you have relationship with that you that will go in um but now because it's so popular you have to be very very creative on how you speak to these agents and then i think what worked well for me you know i'm true to myself and then i i build good relationship with agents does that make sense yeah. so in a way that works in my favor but ideally when i went up to them listen you know i work for this company here uh, we help young professionals in the southwest london fund accommodation and then uh, we have a pool of clients that are looking for uh, properties and we're in shortage we've seen this property on you know on your website uh, it matches our requirement here we are range of viewing oh yeah sure that would have ask you a few questions right get to the viewing and then you know you, you see it you like it you do your numbers and then you, you submit your offer but the key thing is you know you letting them know it, it's a company structure where i'm not going to live there and then it's not going to be an ast contract it has to be a management agreement yeah you know, in order to allow me to to sub uh, to sublet the property, out. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and then yeah, that that you know that was the structure we had with the with the landlord. Yeah, and, uh, that's yeah. fantastic. So yeah, you basically solved your problem of being homeless and straight away generated cash flow from that that one first deal, which was which was life changing at the time. No, the first we didn't really we didn't generate uh, cash flow because I lived in, so I wasn't paying rent. Of course, so we right, just okay. them, but yeah. it was from the second the second property because it was bringing about eight hundred pound a month. So we split fifty fifty. That was at four hundred pound each, and then our third deal was bringing about fifteen hundred if I can remember. And if we split that, that's you know decent income. So yeah. in short space of time, we you know I start growing, you know my my income quite quickly. Yeah, and then and then you just continue from there. Two, three, four. Is that is that how you build? Yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. We I think we got to like fifteen. 15, then, um, 15 H- H- HMOs, or did you touch in the service accommodation as well? HMOs, HMOs. Wow, that is amazing. And then, and then SA became, you know, quite the buzzword, or service accommodation, service accommodation. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is when, you know, I was too confident with what I was doing. You know, I, I was, I was like on next level. <laughs> and then um, I was like, oh, service accommodation, that sounds easy. There's so many flats, you know? <laughs> yeah. Without doing any training, without knowing how it works, all I knew: get a property, put on Airbnb and Booking.com, get the money. That's it. Like the logistic of it, how you run it, the cleaning, yeah. like the the show state, like all these things that the challenges come to. But I was unaware. So I called an agent in Stratford, East London. I was like, you know, I seen this property. It's, it's similar pitch with the you know the HMO um, uh, script. Got the property, put on the market. I think it was like on. Uh, booking.com and then no booking.com take I think it takes about 15 days to be registered it was Airbnb and then I had it for 150 a night and then I had 10 uh, 10 nights booked and I'm wow. like raw and then my rent was at like 1600 I was like raw that's crazy and then I had another 10 days booked so for my first wow. month I made decent profit that was like I think like August I reckon August day. when we got to November, Ben, it was yeah. it was like a plane crashing. No oh yeah, the winter time is yeah. always harder, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I was I was unaware of that. So yeah, I've been there myself actually with the uh, say stuff. Yeah, it is. You're right. You have a great summer, don't you? And you fly, and then yeah. uh, then winter comes and it it drops off a cliff. Yeah. Then I was like, you know what, man, I, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm going back to HMO. <laughs> All right. Uh, right also, so did you actually make a decision then to stop doing SA then? A hundred percent. I was right. you know, it's, it, it was intensive compared to HMO because yeah. HMO, you know, you, you put people in. Um, I do you you know because you build a relationship with your tenants at least like one of them. So I will nominate them. I will nominate them to be the lead tenant. So whatever goes on, they will tell him that he will tell me. You got your cleaners. Uh, if the room is empty, the lead tenants will do the viewings. All the cleaners will do the viewings. Yeah. They'll just report to me. I'll just be online, you know. And I hired a manager, so I wasn't really involved as much. Okay. But with the essay, you know, doing this, stressing it up. Uh, changing the linens, the cleaners not doing a good job. Like it was, it, it was crazy. And you have to systemize the, the the two calendars. I'm like, bro, it's it is it's not, much. No, you, you. I agree with you there. It's it's full on, isn't it? It's like its own job in itself, isn't it? It's, if if you have yeah. other things going on and you, and you're just doing that, then fair enough. But you're right. It is. It's not. I think when people first talk about SA, they think, oh, you know, it'll be dead easy. But you're right. It's it's there's a lot more hands on with it. Yeah, the, the, the potential of making money, you know, is is greater. But then again, it's a bit inconsistent. You yeah. know, depends on how you know on your booking. If you get more, great. If you don't, then you know that that is also affected. Yeah. So um, so a couple of years, yeah. So you, you continued on the rent to rent, and then and then um, was it just a rent to rent in South London? Because I know obviously now you invest in the northeast. So was it mainly rent to rent in London you did to begin with, and then you've you've started investing up up our way. Yeah, we we did venture into Manchester. We oh, ventured okay. in on on a partnership, and then um, yeah, yeah. So we just mainly London, Manchester, Birmingham. I mm. had a partner in Birmingham. Yeah. And, um, then I started. I was like, you know what? I think I. That's what I say to people that I work with, I train and mentor. I say, you you need to know what you want from property. I think I overstayed in rent to rent. You know, when I graduated to, I got the money I was making, I should have moved on to, you know, like buying assets because that, you know, that's yeah. what we, we're really doing it for at the end of the day is, you know, building that legacy, yeah. you know, building wealth. We want to own the assets. And is that the obvious, rent- is that the path that people go on, would you say, if you like the layer cake? It's like you start off rent to rent and then you move through the, is that is that what would you say? I, I would say that's 90% because most people will come up to me, this just from my observation, I would yeah. say 90%. From the 10 people that will come, nine of them, you know, they want to do rent to rent to either build extra income to create a freedom of time to look for buy to let properties. Yes. They have like the odd one now that's doing buy to let, but they're not making enough cash flow. They want to come back to rent to rent to make more cash flow. Yes, yes. No, so that's that's like my observation. So the majority are actually doing it to to either leave the jobs or to just to create time through money. I understand. Um, yeah. But yeah. with with me, you know, I think I overstayed when I started making enough money. I was comfortable. I wasn't, you know, I never went back to work since I, you know, I got laid off. Right. Um, oh, so, so, just, so for our listeners, yeah, you've never since you got laid off, Napa, you haven't. I never went back. Wow. Nope. Like, never. So since 2015. I never worked. I was actually saying to my missus the other day, uh, let me come to your work. I just want to see how it feels like, you know, <laughs> having that structure for a day. But yeah, it never happened since then. It never happened. You know, uh, I've been my my own man, doing my own stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's that's the beauty of it. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's that's financial freedom, isn't it? That's freedom to do, to do what you want. And that's what property brings. 
So um, and so yeah, and then you decided to look into the northeast. How did that? How did that come about, and why the northeast? So so once I you know with the rent to rent, um, then I went into training uh, the rent to rent, and that was like purely accidental, you know, because I had much time. I just post on Facebook, whoever needs help with the rent to rent, meet me in this location. Then yeah. I had a queue of people came along. Yeah, so, so sorry, just to, yeah for our listeners. Yeah, so Napa is it? Are you still training? Uh, clients now then you're an active yeah, trainer yeah. and people that want to get yeah. into this yeah yeah Amazing. yeah so i had like a pool of people coming you know for help and i didn't charge anything it was just you know just helping out yeah and then so when i went home then i had about three people call me saying hey napa so how much do you charge for your mentoring and i was like what mentoring <laughs> i didn't have any i was like you know give me one second i just made a quick package <laughs> and then that's how you know me training people birthed um Amazing. And then, uh, so that's why I came across Ryan, you know, yeah. who came to for, you know, for, for mentoring. And then from then on, I wrote my first book, The Arrangement Blueprint. Wow. Um, and what year was so, that? What, what year did you write your first book then? Was that? I think my first book was 2018 or 19, wow. if I can remember. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So that, that came with the notion, when you read a lot of property book or business book, it's more like a, a funnel. And then yeah. when I was when I was seeking for information, I didn't really get what I was looking for because it just gives you the you know an overview, but without actually telling you what you're looking for. So I said, like, you know what? Let me make my book different. So that's what you know. I wrote my first book, and then uh, the second book, the Rental Blueprint Two. That one was more of the life experiences where um, and the mindset you need to 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 operate in this game because you know. And then what are, with people that are mentored what were their experiences because everyone had a different journey so you can learn from every single person's different experience and the one you can relate to the most absolutely I, i'm know. sure a lot of people can relate to your story you know i know i've been there and, and many people have been there where you know you're you're in a really difficult position financially you, you, you're in a difficult position and, and probably a lot of people can relate to that and i think as we said before like a lot of people think you need money to get into property and, and you do in some sense as you say it from from the normally down and get investors on board but anybody can get into property and you know your story is really you know uh quite quite heartwarming and obviously a lot of people have been there and and, and you know it's yeah uh, it's, it's not unusual it's not unusual um and uh so sorry yeah you were just and then you started looking at the nuts so you so you wrote your first two books and then you started looking at the northeast for yeah, with the northeast, how, how it came about um, when I was doing my recruitment, my region was to find nurses and um, and doctors' jobs uh, in the northeast. <laughs> so I was quite familiar with some, like Newcastle, Northumberland, like all those type of areas. I you know I was quite familiar with it. And then um, we came for an event. I was like, you know, I love Newcastle, and it's like the vibe. Everything was just right. Right. And then, um, once I start looking to buy, I was like, you know, why don't I just go back to the Northeast? You know, I looked around other areas. I didn't really get that connection with the numbers. wasn't really working out. Yeah. But with what's going on with the Northeast now, I think I got in at the right time. So Brilliant. went into the Northeast and then, uh, yeah, start, start buying. Fantastic. Amazing. And um, also as well, I'm just interested on your, on, your, on your coaching stuff. How many people have you helped now? How many people's lives have you changed? Whew. A lot. I think over hundreds. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over hundreds. I mean, that is amazing. And then, um, and then the, the good thing is, you know, um, a, lot, a lot of the people that I train and mentor, they're out there still doing it. 
you know, for example, like even Ryan is, he's a good example where yeah. he started to rent. I even say to myself, bro, if I'm you, I wouldn't proceed with the rental. I'll start buying, Yes. you know, uh, Ryan, Harry, there's, there, there's a lot of people, wow. um, you know, you know, they're, they're, they're doing, they're buying stuff now. Yeah. And then some of them are still doing rent to rent. That's the ultimate reward though, isn't it? Helping other people. That's like absolutely amazing. Amazing. For yeah. Them. Yeah, I think I think the what works out the most is you know being authentic with it, you know, um, putting the business side apart, you know, because you can fall into the trap where you know it's just a money making business where let me, you know, because when people are desperate, they they in a financial difficulty, any opportunity that will make them money, they will take. Yes, but they may not be ready to do so. Does that make sense? So once I, I take them for my interviewing process, I can say, you know what, I don't think you're ready. You know, try to sort this one. I don't think you're in the financial, you know, good space to start. Da, 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 da. So people that do come in, you know, they're ready for action. I think that's why, you know, the success rate of my clients is, you know, is good in that aspect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what's next? What's what's the next plan for Napra? Tell us about the new book that uh, you, are, you are launching. Uh, I think it's this month, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the new book is coming on my birthday, January 21st. Um, I will be 30, so it's my third book. Wow. Uh, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, but with this book here, like, for example, you, Ben, you know, you, you run your, your agency, right? So w when you started a business, that was your baby. Yes. You know what I'm trying to say? So you have to feed that baby to grow. And you are the CEO of that, of that company. So to me, it's like, what what do we need to become the CEO of our own life? Yes. You know, because once everything starts within, it's easier to achieve any external goals or desire. Does yeah. that make sense? Absolutely. So I kind of use a bit of the business principles that you need to run your business or yes. to grow your business. But in in retrospect, how can you use that to grow your own life or you know to to better yourself? Amazing. So that's pretty much what so, so, so it's very different to so it's very different to your first two books. They're very much on rent to rent strategies. This is almost of a life changing, yeah, becoming the CEO yeah. of your family life. Yeah, I get that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's different. It's different, which I'm pretty. Yeah, I want to see how it will be taken because it's my first ever time to write this type of book. You know, writing exactly. a property book is easy because I'm just writing what I know. Yeah. But yeah. this one, you need to sit, do the research, you know. Amazing. It was intense. <laughs> how, how do our listeners get a copy? How do we get a copy? So it will be launched on Amazon. Amazon. It will be on Amazon. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Right. And that's uh, on your birthday. Yeah. Fantastic. Twenty yeah. first. Yeah. Anyway, twenty first. And uh, what's what's next for you, Napa? What's next in your journey? What do you want to achieve this year, next year, in your property? So world? in my journey, just pretty much growing my my, my property portfolio. Yeah. You know, I'm very focused on the single let. And then once I reach a certain amount or a certain goal uh, financially, then I'll be open to to other strategies. But at the current uh, moment, I'm just very focused on Fantastic. building this because I believe your sin is it's your bread and butter. You know, yeah. what I'm trying to say so. Absolutely, your single lets are your bread and butter. I agree. Yeah, definitely, hundred um, percent. And um, can I ask you, uh, Napa? We also we, we also like to put a bit of a bit of a laugh on a bit of fun on our our podcast. Have you got any funny? property stories things you've walked in on keep keep it uh, keep it fairly um uh, anything that's happened over the years you know anything that's you know come to light that's your funny story property because we can't like to keep it light-hearted 
<laughs> uh, something funny. I don't know if, how funny this will be, but <laughs> when I started, right, you know when you see a property says under offer. Yes. Right. So I didn't know that was a kind of sold subject to contract or the offer has been accepted. Right. Okay. So for me, I was looking for property that says under offer because I thought the price has been reduced. Ah you right. Know, so I'll, oh. I will go around looking for signs that says under offer, under right. offer, under offer, and then talk with these landlords that read us mate, we really want an offer accepted. I was about it's, you're reducing the price. I was like, no, 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 no it's under offer. Oh. So, oh, fair mistake to make, yeah, if you, if you didn't know, that, that's a cracker, that's a cracker. So uh, for anyone listening there, uh, Napa, that wants to get in t- contact with you, um, you know, whether they have some property questions, some advice, um, you know, the one interested in your coaching, how, how's the best way for them to contact you? Uh, I think Instagram is the best place Instagram. to get a hold of me. So okay. just my full name, Napa Bafikele, um, okay. if you pop up. Yeah. Napa Bafikele, and it's B-A-F-I-K-E-L-E. And that's how you you follow Napa. I follow Napa on Instagram as well. So if you can't find him, look through me, and you will you will find him. But um, yeah, I just want to say Napa, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, really appreciate your time. Um, thank you for the story. I think a lot of people will connect to that, and I think it really is really is a great story. But um, no, really appreciate you coming on. Thanks a lot, Ben. Thanks for having me. Okay, thanks Napa. Speak to you later. Take care, mate. Cheers.